What's up, Ghetto Kings and Queens? Welcome back to Ghetto Diaries Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, for those of you that are new here, welcome. And make sure to go follow the Instagram for Ghetto Diaries Podcast, which is ghetto.diaries.podcast. Also, for anyone who has enjoyed any episode at all, please make sure to go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen. Um, And yeah, just leave a review for me. Just go ahead and leave a review. Show me some support. Show me some love, okay? It'll only take about five seconds, maybe ten. You can go do that real quick, okay? (laughs) Thank you. In advance, love you all. I hope that you guys have had a great weekend. So, I would like to give you guys some life updates, but that's just going to have to wait till the Patreon account is um, activated and settled. Because, truth be told, I'm just um, not necessarily ready for everyone to know about this life update. Um, this is more for my for my listeners who really want to really want to support, really want to tune in, really want to know all the juicy shit. This is just a little too personal, so I'm not going to give this life update at the moment. But let's just say I'm in the process of overcoming. I'm in the process of leaving some shit behind. I'm in the process of healing. And every day that process gets easier. Every day that process um, gets better. Yeah, so I am getting better i'm finding myself in different ways and of course we all know that not at her best is just the shit so um i'm excited to grow obviously and learn and share more with you guys along along the way so let's get started with our quote of the day um Our quote of the day, <laughs> we, we sort of have two. Um, we sort of have two. I want to say that both of these, com- I mean, both of these quotes originated in Instagram comments. I don't even think that they're actual um, quotes that I read anywhere or I seen a template of. Um, so, yeah. Probably not going to have a post for these quotes, but I love them both, so I wanted to share both. The first is, they don't miss the water until the well runs dry. Um, Pretty self-explanatory, basically. Um, Someone can't miss you until you're gone. You know, someone can't miss what you do for them, how you support them, um, how you love them, until you no longer do those things until you no longer support them or you know what I'm saying care for them and um yeah just love them in certain ways so this the second quote is if you don't like this if you don't sorry let me go ahead let's reverse (laughs) and let's do this quote again all right second quote is if it don't smell like the soap always say nope (laughs) i love this quote if it don't smell like the soap always say nope okay look 
<laughs> I don't know why it takes us women and girls so long to really learn our worth. A lot of times we do shit that is just beneath us for people who don't do the same for us, right? So what I'm talking about here, let me make it plain and simple in whole words, whole terms. Um, You know, a lot of times we women degrade ourselves and we'll suck a guy's dick if he, even if he doesn't eat our pussy or we will... um. <laughs> Don't even lie, bitch. I know that some of you bitches we're not judging each other here have probably smelled a dick that did not smell like soap before. You know that you ran across somebody that just smelled like they had been in the streets. Like it's disgusting and I hope that after you smelt that he had been in the streets I hope that you didn't continue to pursue him (laughs) we really gotta get like dudes dudes have tricks to figure out whether or not a bitch smells and they will create an escape plan okay we need to have these escape plans in motion exactly the way they do. Exactly the fuck. <laughs> the exact same way they do. Like, it just doesn't make sense why you would smell somebody's dick that smell like just outside and wet dog. And you would still continue to fuck him. We gotta know our worth, okay? We gotta know our worth. First time. Mm-mm. It's time to stop settling. Um, I'm over here eating gummies and <laughs> drinking water. I'm chilling. Um, let's go ahead and go on to our penthouse letters reading. This is penthouse uncensored, the fifth edition. Uh, If you don't know what this is, make sure to go to the second to last episode and check that out because I did the first penthouse reading and I pretty much explained what penthouse was. It is basically a submission, like a, a series of submissions that people send in. So people tell their sexual stories, um, and yeah, so this is a book of basically a bunch of personal sexual encounters. So I'm going to pick a random story, and last time I had read the one that I read to you all, but I haven't read the one that I'm about to pick out today because it's obviously going to be um, random, so let's pick... Let me pick a random one. Let's let's go to page like 225. 235 is good enough. All right. This seems interesting. It says titled. Let's see. 235. It is titled Scholarship Can Wait. These three want to conduct a sexual tutorial. I had been sitting at the computer for hours with only a buttered roll for lunch. My paper was due the next day, and I had put it off until the last minute. 
I was concentrating so hard that I didn't hear Thor open the apartment door. The first clue I had that I was no longer alone was when his hands began to massage my aching shoulders. God, that felt so good. To hell with the paper. I barely had the sense to hit the save key before I closed my eyes, leaned back, and abandoned myself to his warm, strong hands. I soon began to melt under his ministrations, and I was not surprised when the rubbing started to go lower on my body. With eyes still closed, I sighed in contentment as I felt warm hands cut my breast through the fabric of my bra and blouse. Soon, I felt the buttons of the blouse being opened one by one. He slid the straps of my slip and bra down my right shoulder, pulling down the cup and exposing my nipple. My breast was engulfed in warmth as Thor's hand covered it, squeezing massaging my nipple between his fingers. What bliss. I was being rescued from the drudgery of study. Oh shit. Yeah, I'd filled the course. But so what? What did I care for the topic of woman's oppression in the 18th and 19th centuries when I could take comfort in anticipating the latest onslaught of Thor's mighty meat wagon at the dawn of the 21st? Soon the sturdy computer chair swung around on its swivel and my boob was blanketed in warmth as a wet tongue caressed my nipple. I softly murmured, more, more. It felt so good. Then I felt the straps descend my left shoulder and expose my other boob, which was soon suffused with the similar warm and wet feeling. It was wonderful, but even amidst growing pleasure, I could pause and ask myself how each of my nipples could be sucked at the same time. I might even have to open my eyes in an attempt to figure out that one. So my eyelids snapped open, and I beheld not one but two naked men kneeling on either side of me. There was Thor, of course, my beloved husband, my Viking warrior, but I had not expected to see his friend, Janos. I was bemused, but it felt so good to have those two wonderful men sucking on my breasts that I simply closed my eyes again and let them have their way with me. Just think, I thought. Not two minutes before this, I was thinking. I was starving myself in every way to try to turn out a paper I wasn't interested in for a course I hated. And now I have the prospect of getting double fucked. Well, I ask you, would you have gone back to the keyboard if you were in my shoes? Which I was pretty sure I'd be soon out of, along with my blouse, slip, and any other item of clothing on my hot body. Well, well, horny reader, I don't think so. Of the latter eventuality, Eventually, I was sure, because after a delightful interval of sucking and licking, I felt the hands at the buttons of my skirt. Lifting my ass slightly off the computer chair, I permitted my skirt to come off, and soon my panties and hose joined it on the floor. Strong but gentle hands spread my knees apart, and the central outpost of my femininity was exposed to the two randy biblical men, one of whom, Janos, was hairy and Thor smooth. Fingers brushed across my damp bush, slowly working their way toward my interested vagina. Wishing to be the soul of cooperation, I wriggled toward the hand and gave myself totally to the excitement that was building in my crotch. I assumed it was Thor's hands, for didn't a husband have first right of entry? Soon, one gentle finger slid into my snatch. Shockwaves of pleasure opened my eyes again to see that it was indeed my mighty Thor who was freaking me. (laughs) 
and doing a great job of it. Between his middle finger on my clit and Janus's tongue on my nipple, I began to feel the result of these tender ministrations. My orgasm was imminent. It came ever so slowly from somewhere deep inside me, building with each suck on my nipple and pulsive finger into my cunt. I wrote it. I felt, I felt it and finally cried a shuddering cry as it overwhelmed me. I soared and burst on high like an Independence Day firecracker. My eyes were closed again and I saw the fireworks burst and shower my inner vision with sparks of delight. And before I could start to descend from this peak, I felt myself filled with a massive cock. Have you ever been fucked in a computer chair? It's perfect. I'll explain. Press the handle and <laughs> and the height is just right to align cock and cunt. I felt myself being brought to the right level and then the wheelchair slid back and forth as I was impelled by a wonderful length of masculinity I readily recognized. It was the <laughs> redoubtable hammer of my Thor. Again, I didn't want to look. I just wanted to enjoy. In and out, that massive dong drove, filling me with flesh and then pulling out. I brought my legs up and leaned back as far as I could in the chair, opening my eyes long enough to see a sight that was well worth getting wide-eyed about. It was Janos's rod, standing long and firm and looking delicious. Oh yes, that meat was being offered to my mouth. And I was hungry. So I lulled my head to one side and let my tongue drop over my lower lip. And I moaned long and low. I licked my lips and let a little spit drool. I made a slurping noise. Janos and Thor both laughed. <laughs> then Janos read the hungry pleasure taker. The lower part of his large dick head touched my tongue. With greedy eagerness, I moved my lips along the shaft, closer to his clump of pubic hair. Janos grasped in appreciation. I immediately sucked even more deeply, making a loud sloppy noise that drew happy laughter from the two men. Another strong suck, though, and Janos' laughter turned to a long buzz of appreciation. I'd never given him head before. I'd never so much as touched his hand, but now I worked on him as if I were making up for lost time, and that low moan indicated he was getting a similar feeling towards me. A rivalry seemed to commence. Thor was apparently <laughs> determined to show he could fuck my cunt better than Janos could fuck my mouth. He lifted my legs to a higher level and worked in a rhythm designed to increase my pleasure further. Something I wouldn't have thought possible to my marvelous husband made the effort. I wondered if I would be able to stand up to such roaring delight, but I was damn determined to accept the challenge. And I had to be, since, to add to Thor's effort, Janos was fucking my face, employing his own unique skills admirably. Easy, easy lover, he said, trying to temper the excitement I was exerting as I sucked, sucked, sucked on his majestic Magyarmi. Oh, Turkish hordes, streaming, stroming, sorry, storming across the plains of Hungary. I fantasized, my mind momentarily returning to my history studies. Thy fury was no greater than mine. I tried to gauge the progress I was making on these two strategic fronts to feel the tension in each penis. My lips and tongue could detect the slightest nuance in the pulse within Janos's 
phallus while my lower lips tried to sense how close to climax was my sorry I lost my place was my Thor's thrusting piston that way my sucking and the throbbing of my hips could move in rhythm toward the unspeakably good moment when both my warriors would gush I could feel that moment was approaching and I could hear the coming of their coming and the groans that they that were arising seemingly unwillingly from the throats of each man my own throat was feeling the loving pressure of janos's rod which also told me the climactic orgasm cannonade could not be very far off so here it was my opportunity to make that moment explode emitting a throaty, a throaty growl of my own i snapped my pelvis and drew long suction simultaneously the noises in their throats grew louder Another thrust, another suck, and they blew. The two stout fellows cried in unison, and in each gushed a heroic discharge. The pleasure in my loins was intense, and in my mouth I had to handle a pulsation of semen so strong that much of it gushed back out of my lips before I could drink it. I heard a riot of climactic cries, a duet of Thor's held, held in tentor, and Janos's basso profundo. In a little while, the three of us were enjoying the afterglow. We lay on the floor. I laid kisses on their bodies, and they kissed and caressed mine. I'd get an explanation later of this gorgeous surprise of which I had never detected the slightest hint from those two devilish boys. Also, with my good sense returning, I'd have to get back to the paper. The current blankness of which mocked me from my computer screen... Oh, we'll help you, darling, Thor said, smiling and kissing my breast. We'll be your ghost riders, Jano said, caressing my face. After such fucking, we felt we could do anything. This is by GL from Provo, Utah. So, I guess let's talk about this a little bit. Um, this was actually a really long penthouse, <laughs> penthouse letter. Um, or maybe I just need to get better at reading um, or both reading aloud. Uh, also, I was trying to multitask, so at times, if I was kind of slow or at a loss or something, sorry, guys, um, yeah, sorry, I was trying to kind of write, jot down what I wanted to say about this, because I, I do want to say a few things, um, first of all, I think it's funny that our sexual vocab is different at times, right, so, some people will say some women men will say cock and some will say dick some feel like they don't like to say cock unless it's like really big um and i really do feel like i feel i feel that i feel that because like sheesh you know when it's big it's just like dang that's a fat cock but i don't really say that at all um and also, I just think it's funny how some people say shaft, and there's just different words that um, that come about when, I guess, when you're writing about a sexual encounter. But I did want to mention, I don't know how I'd feel about this if I was the woman, and I just opened my eyes, and it was, like, my husband and his friend. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, they never told me anything about this before. Like, they never told me it was going to happen. Don't get me wrong. It sounded like it was a great time. Um, sounded lovely. Um, but it <laughs> also 
sounded like a surprise. And I don't know if I'm down for that type of surprise. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But to each their own. She loved it. I wonder if they did it again. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. I also think it's interesting that some men um, wouldn't like this passage, right? Some men wouldn't like this story because a lot of men have problems when it comes to, uh, I guess a lot of straight men have problems when it comes to this. Let me clarify that, okay? A lot of straight men have problems when it comes to threesomes when it's two men and one woman. There is a double standard there. Now, a lot of people don't like to admit this, or some men will be like, every man wants a, a threesome or a foursome, right? But not everyone wants to see their girl or wife get fucked. Now, this is understandable. If it's not for you, it's not for you. My thing is, men are really quick to say, okay, I would love to sleep in bed with two women, right? I would love to sleep with two women. I would love to experience that. But, and then women are expected to kind of fulfill these guys' fantasies. Like, we're expected to just kind of say, okay, you know what? I I could kind of be attracted. I could be down with this. You know, like, let's try it out. But are men ever like, hey, you know, let's, you want another man in bed? Like, let's do this. No, not a lot of straight men. Now, some definitely do some men like watching their women their women get fucked um there are a lot of penthouse stories actually that are of men watching um other men fuck their women um and it seems to be a thing it seems to be a thing that some men like to do and specifically not gonna lie it's a thing that white men like to do and <laughs> and uh, half the time the men that are fucking these women these white men's um wives are black um and that's a whole nother sexual topic fetish fetish fetishizing black men um yeah you know, it's like, <sighs> I think a lot of women do this uh, and don't realize it, um, but I think I'd need to do a whole nother episode on that so I could really get down to uh, really what that looks like, and so you you all can see if y'all are doing the same to black men, Okay. Because they're not just these sex toys. They're beautiful kings. Okay? Um, but yeah, some men like to watch their wives get fucked. Also, I wanted to congratulate you if you made it to the end of that penthouse reading. Because a little long. And also because... Um, because... Oh, it just makes me feel like... I was like, what was I going to say? It makes me feel like you guys are in tune with yourself sexually. Or are kind of open to learning um, more. It's either or or both. Um, 
But there's so much pressure on women to only be one way, right? Which is, which is, if we're speaking from traditional mentalities and mindsets, it is, excuse me, it is, we are expected to be basically um, submissive caregivers that are intelligent, intellectual, but also not open about sexuality, right? Um, They want us to be a lady in the streets, but a freak in a bed. And uh, I don't really feel this. Like, I'm, I'm feeling two ways about this. Feeling two ways about this. Okay. I understand that certain men, like, like their women, to carry themselves a certain way. But let me just say, if you are carrying yourself like a hoe, if you, you know what I'm saying? Look, men can be, men can be the exact same way that they don't want a woman to be. And it's supposed to be okay, right? We're supposed to be okay with it. We're supposed to accept it. And it's supposed to be a double standard. We're supposed to just be like, okay, well, well, I'm supposed to be real reserved, you know, except for only in the sheets with him. And he can be tweeting all this crazy shit on Twitter. He can be reposting these crazy ass memes on Instagram. You know, he could be posting these this crazy shit um, on his story. Like, no, no, no. If you acting like a little freak leak, then you need to reserve the same rights for your female. Let her act like a freak leak. Just because, just because women express sexual desire doesn't mean that they're putting out a fucking help wanted ad. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And like nine times out of 10, when we post about sex, it's not to ask anybody to fuck us. It's not also to ask anybody to think of us in that sexual way. We're not sharing it to invite you into the sacred sexual space, right? We're just sharing it to pretty much share that side of ourselves. And that's also a part of who we are. We are literally sexual beings and we are we should be able to be open with being sexual. Like there should be nothing wrong or hoish about that. But since people do want to be negative about the word ho, let's talk about what the word ho means to me and to Ghetto Diaries podcast. I feel like everyone here is who's listening is a hoe. <laughs> Uh, a hoe in terms of being a woman i'm gonna speak for women first but just know that this applies to everyone this applies to men as well um because i do love my men here let me just say thank you to my man i love y'all i love you <laughs> um yeah i really do because my demographic be going like it's it's really like the men be outweighing the women sometime and then they're equal and then the men would outweigh the women again and I'm like okay like y'all really fuck with me I love y'all <laughs> but um what was I saying I hate it when I get off topic
what a hoe means. Okay, to GDP. Um, what a hoe means to me is all right. Let me rephrase this differently because I didn't like the way the sentence was gonna come out. Y'all know I'm very particular with my little wording or whatever. Um, to be a hoe to me is to be a woman an open sexual being that is comfortable and explorative about her sexual desires and characteristics so it's basically the modern day female like we're all hoes we're all hoes the shit that used to matter to us just doesn't matter anymore. And if it does, you need to get out that mindset. First of all, if you're still body shaming another female because body count or your count, if you if you have your own body count and it's like in your notes and shit, <laughs> you got like a mental list of like everybody you've done. Fuck. Okay, I just fucked him and that marks number eight. Like, bitch, throw the fucking list away. What the fuck are you doing? Like, we're not we're not in eighth grade. We're not, no, no, we're not doing that. It's not cute. Stop saving somebody a number in your head. It's weird. The body count to me is weird. Now, if you want to count unprotected body count, okay, go ahead and do that because you might need to remember who the fuck you had unprotected sex with. However, if you are having a safe sex with people, there should not be a reason that you aren't jotting motherfuckers' names down in your head. Like, what the fuck is this? The witness protection? Like, what you doing? What you doing? Mm-mm. No. Like, stop conforming to just standards that men have made for us in the past. We don't need to uphold those standards like you can let it go bitch let that body count go and stop trying to shame other bitches for body count over body count Mm -mm. it's no stop it um a lot of us women just need to be open with ourselves and we need to stop giving a fuck about what men think now if somebody's gonna if somebody thinks you're a hoe they're gonna think you're a hoe no matter what now, what I'm basically saying is, if someone's going to judge you, nothing that you do or do not do is going to stop them from judging you. I like to think that people already have it in their minds made up that they were going to judge me before. Um, before they do, right? Because they obviously wanted a reason not to like me. So if somebody wants a reason to discredit you, they're going to find the reason. The point is, though... We shouldn't be ashamed of we shouldn't be ashamed of being a quote unquote hoe in other people's eyes. So I like to rebrand the term. I like to reown it. I like to think that we are all hoes in our own way. And yeah, you could have not fucked anybody and be a hoe. We're all welcome to being hoes here. Okay? This is safe. Um it's a safe space for hoes, okay?
and I finally had my first uh, Ghetto Diaries podcast hater, which is which is crazy. But I was very happy with having a hater because I just feel like if you got a hater, you're doing something right. If somebody is hating on you, you're doing something right. Keep doing what you're doing and you keep doing it well. And it was actually uh, a guy and I was just kind of surprised. And it's actually funny. I had to update you guys. He mentioned something about, I don't think I ever said anything about cheating. He mentioned something about cheating and how I condone cheating. And um, as you all know, I don't think that I, I have condoned cheating. I don't think we've had that talk. But uh, I don't give a fuck what y'all do. Y'all know I don't care if y'all cheat or not. This is literally a a whole space, a safe space for hoes. Why the fuck would I judge you bitches for cheating? Look, I do believe in like a relationship type of karma. I just believe that like what come what come around go around. So you know what I'm saying? Beware. Beware that what the fuck you do don't happen to you. So. But we are all. I, it's, it's no judging. So anyways, he was basically creating his own narrative for GDP. Come to find out this man be cheating on his bitch. So that's why he was trying to create the narrative. He was trying to make it seem like, like what? Bitch, why are you mad that I'm condoning cheating and you a cheater anyways? That shit don't make no fucking sense. You weirdo. Fucking weirdo. Don't be ashamed of being a hoe. It's 2021. Mm-mm. There's no, no time. Bitch, a whole pandemic done occurred. It's no fucking time. It's no room for you to be acting all prude. And some of you bitches need to stop acting all innocent. We know you done did some shit, bitch. Acting like you miss goody two-shoes. But shut the fuck up. And suck this dick. I'm kidding. <laughs> um... Let's talk about. I'm kind of winging it right now, guys, because I felt like um, recording an episode. I had a quote of the day. I had a, you know, um, a reading that I wanted um, to read. Sorry, what is that called? I called it a reading, the a passage. Thank you, a passage that I wanted to read out of Penthouse Letters, and I just had a vibe. I had a vibe, so we're just vibing right now. I'm about to spark this little. Bleeds this little quarter bleeds I got left. Um, and let's talk about sex with the booty hole. Weirdly, guys, I only ever enjoyed sex in the ass with one person. Uh, oh, I have a good nickname for this man. His name is Frijoles. <laughs> if you're not choking, you're not smoking. <coughs> I'm stupid. Anyways, we're calling. <coughs> I'm going to tell you guys a story about why his name is Trijoles. But <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about why uh, 
like sex in the ass never fucked with anyone else first of all i don't know why we didn't use lube we didn't use anything extra it was just um i don't know he just maybe knew how to position me i laid on the side and honestly guys it felt so good sometimes it was better than sex and a pussy like it was just weird it was weird it's the only time i ever enjoyed it um i've tried it with other people and it was like oh no can't do it stop right there don't go any further um but just shit myself <laughs> but i would really i try practicing with uh frijoles <laughs> And yeah, it, it would it felt it would feel good. And um I'm not sure why it didn't feel good with anyone else. Maybe they just didn't position me right. We didn't have any no, I don't know. Maybe Frijoles was good at sex because I think he had a little experience. Um so let's talk about let I'm give you guys some tips and then we're gonna talk about why his nickname is Frijoles. Um Tips I would definitely learn better the best positioning for anal sex if you guys want to try that because um you can't just go straight in from the back i just wouldn't recommend it especially if it wasn't your first time definitely get get you some lube um yeah don't um you're gonna feel like shitting (laughs) when the dick enters your asshole but you're gonna have to ease up just 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 light, just, you know what I'm saying? Relax, release the tension, and don't push. Um, Yeah, those are the best tips that I could give you guys for now. I want to try butt plugs, guys. Those seem interesting. If you've tried butt plugs, definitely let me know how that went, okay? Um, A lot of you guys really liked this last episode about double dick. And a lot of you told me that you have received some yourself. (laughs) And that's just so funny because, ugh, double dick. A bitch told me she bought a truck for for some double dick. A truck, bitch. A truck. I thought ordering the Uber was bad. This bitch bought a truck. Oh my gosh. Um Yeah, that devil dig, let me tell you. It is it's, it's something. It's something. Whew. It is something. Um but let's talk about why his nickname is Frijoles. Okay, so his nickname is Frijoles because we were eating one time and we were eating obviously frijoles in Spanish means beans. We're eating beans, rice, I think some type of uh meat um it was either chicken or fajitas but we were eating and i spilled the beans on accident now when i tell you that in this man's eyes there were tears i mean bitch he was about to cry he was about to cry bitch let me say it again he was about to cry over these fucking beans and I'm, I decided right there in my mind at that moment that I was never going to fuck with him again. And I mean never going to fuck with him again. <laughs> so I have never fucked with him again. <laughs> I, I mean, I looked 
forward and didn't look back, bitch. After I had my baby, I worked at Ross. And I seen his mom at Ross. And his mom was like, oh my goodness, how are you doing? You know, you're, you're, um, you're my son's, the, the love of his life. And I was just looking at her and smiling and thinking to myself, like, that is so sweet. That's cute. It's crazy. I just up and left, up and left this man off the beans. <laughs> I'm dying. Like, oh, my gosh. When I say I get turned off, when I say I get turned off, I get turned off. I get turned off, shorty. Like, for real. I just sometimes, I guess, if I just find something that you do unattractive or I am not hesitant to cut you off at all. So, eh, yeah, that's a warning. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's just so funny to me. I definitely know what I want. I've always known what I want. And I've always known what I don't want. I take little things and I kind of blow them up. Not blow them up, but I th- I see them in a bigger at like a a bigger point from a different view. I just see it in a bigger way and I'm just able to foresee shit I don't want in the future. I was like, "Look, I don't ever want to deal with this soft shit again." Like, this was some food. Like, I don't know what that was, like some inner like in a battle he got going on with food like he's too attached to that shit or either he's too sentimental or both but it's not my issue i gotta go like that was it it was i was out (laughs) i'm funny for that for the beans all for the beans (laughs) um i had a great weekend guys had brunch with my friend today hilda if you're listening to this love you bitch uh, not sure if I gave you a birthday shout out on the podcast yet, but it is that bitch's birthday month. So happy birthday, Hilda. Okay, happy birthday to a real bitch. Love you, ho. I love Hilda. She's always thinking about me. She's always there for me. And yeah, that bitch done did some shit for me. And uh, when the time comes back, I am ready to do the same for her. Which is just spoil her, treat her like a the great friend that she is um but i had fun with her also got me some more of that devil day got me a dose Ooh, got me feeling recharged you can hear my voice mm. Mm. <laughs> um i really enjoyed myself with him this weekend because it was fun to see him, and, um, yeah, I was a little nervous at first, I don't know why, but when he came, it was very natural, and y'all know I love to talk, me and this man was talking about everything from ancestral trauma to trauma bonding to, um, yeah, to just, just, you know, like I said before, he feeds my soul. We have good convos. And yeah, we're able to talk about a lot of stuff. So I always love talking to him. And um, yeah, I had fun with him. Obviously, great dick. Great dick. Um, 
had me crawling off the bed. I was literally crawling off the bed. Bitch, I was almost all the way off the bed. Bitch, I was almost off the bed. (laughs) I was running. I ain't never ran like that. I ain't never ran like that. Oh, goodness. Like, I don't know. Oh, I got to work on my self-talk or something. Because that running, you need need self-talk. You need to be able to talk yourself and be like, look, it's going to be over soon. (laughs) Enjoy this while it lasts because you will miss this feeling. This fullness, this, this like, this pleasure punishment you're gonna miss this so just enjoy it (laughs) anyways had a great time he gave me this little stroke i love with eye contact loved it i gave him hit him with the kegel i don't know he felt that pussy tighten up but you know what i'm saying had to hit him with the trick (laughs) um i definitely want to what was I going to say? Definitely want to give you guys an update about the uh, the night. But like I said, that'll probably go on Patreon. Because that juicy shit is just going to have to be paid for. It's going to have to be bought. Okay? The Patreon fee, not going to be too much. Don't worry. But anyone who's really down to support me will not be worried about it. And also, I know that some of you hoes just can't do it. It ain't in the, you know what I'm saying, finances, which is okay. No, no shame. Tune in wherever you can. I enjoy all the love, all the support. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up today's video. I mean, sorry, (laughs) episode. And bitch, been watching too many YouTube vloggers. <laughs> um, I'm also thinking about starting a YouTube, guys. Not thinking about. I think I definitely am because uh, I see people getting money, and it would just be crazy of me not to try to get money off of this. Cause I also kind of wanted to do this when I was younger. Never got a chance to, but I should take the opportunity to do that now to see if I can get some bread. And I'm sure I can, cause I'm quite interesting you know what i'm saying a bitch do be popping i'm cute my baby's cute we funny or whatever so yeah when i make that youtube you guys make sure to tune in all right i'm gonna let you guys go i hope that you guys have a great night i know that i said i was gonna post this on wednesday so i'm sorry that this is late but you hoes are just gonna have to accept this and um yeah i'll be posting this this upcoming week love you guys talk to you shortly have a great week